You are listening to Matter of Theology, a podcast production that deals with church and cultural issues from a biblical standpoint. We stand firm on the sufficiency of Scripture, hitting every topic with an open Bible and the boldness to say things that others are afraid to. And now, here's the host of Matter of Theology, Chris Huff. going on everybody welcome 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 to another episode of matter of theology my name is chris i am your host and it is a joy to be back with you Uh, matter of theology is a podcast production that seeks to apply biblical truth to all areas of life whether that be cultural social or life inside the church And uh, we are a part of the Bar Podcast Network. That is the Biblical and Reformed Podcast Network and family, headed up by our brother, Mr. Dwayne Atkinson. Of course, Dwayne is known uh, and loved as the hardest working man in all of podcast land. Uh, So what is going on? We're back. Um, Man, it's been a minute. Uh, since our last episode, and it is a joy to be uh, back behind the microphone. And there has been a lot uh, that has gone on, and so I'm going to get you guys caught up on that. Um, And uh, this episode is really going to be more of a mental download and update as far as where things are and what's coming. Um, And uh, so so that's what uh, to expect this time on Matter of Theology. So a couple of announcements. Uh, Number one, um, if you do not have your copy of uh, Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker's uh, first of three uh, books coming out with Founders Press entitled Just Thinking About the State, uh, then why? Why don't you have a copy of that yet? You should have a copy of that book. Um, You can head on over to justthinking.me forward slash the state. That's justthinking.me forward slash the state, all one word, and you can pick up your copy today. You can get it on Kindle. You can get it, uh, the, the hard, uh, hard, was not a hard copy, but paperback copy, physical copy. There we go. Uh, of the book, um, at that link. And I will put that in the show notes for you. Uh, another announcement. Um, we are now 86 days as of the recording of this episode, um, until the end of 2021 which is crazy to think about, that 2021 is over in less than 90 days. Um, So, uh, but uh, my brother, Alex Rodriguez, uh, Alex um, heads up the men's muster, and uh, he is the lead pastor of Outpost Bible Church. Um, uh, He he and I were talking, and and he was talking about reading through uh, the New Testament Psalms and Proverbs out of the Legacy Standard Bible. Uh, through the rest of the year, and I said, "Man, let's do it. Let's let, let, let's go for it. And in fact, let's let's invite others to do it as well." And so, uh, so that's what we did, and uh, we did post that on our socials a few days ago. Um, you still have plenty of time to get caught up, so grab your copy of God's Word. Uh, we are reading through the Legacy Standard Bible, so if you have a physical copy of that, you can read through with us, or you can head over to read dot lsbbible.org that's read.lsbbible.org and read along with us um, how that breaks down uh, is three chapters in the new testament three psalms and one proverb a day um, and of course this is day two as of the recording of this episode so depending on when you listen to this uh, we may already be through that but so what pick up your copy of god's word and start reading pray 
pray that the Holy Spirit would illuminate the wondrous and, and, and majestic truths found in the Word of God and, and start reading. Um, you will not regret it. So it's been great to have others jump on with us. Uh, Brandon Scalf, of course, he's the president of Cruciform Ministries and lead pastor of uh, uh, Cruciform uh, Bible Church there in Indianapolis. Uh, he is doing it. Their ministry is doing it. Um, Aaron Coates is doing it with us as well. And there's been a few others who have jumped on and said, hey, absolutely, let's do it. Um, so join in. All right. So um, like I said, it's been a minute. <laughs> so... It's been a while. Uh, just to update you guys, um, our last episode um, uh, dropped in August, I believe. Um, I may, I may check on that. I believe it was August, and uh, man, it has, it has been um, a, a little while. There's been a lot uh, that has gone on. I uh, started a new job um, at the beginning of September. Um, yeah, August 16th was the last episode. That was the candid conversation. Mars Hill, Mark Driscoll, and others. Um, so it's been a minute. Um, started a new job uh, beginning of September, which was great. So I wanted to end well at my old job and start well at the new job. And uh, things were going fantastic as far as training. Training was very intense, very detailed. Um, and then... Well, about a week and a half in, um, started not feeling well, uh, coming out with a fever, some aches, you know, very flu-like symptoms. And, uh, and then about the third day of dealing with that, I noticed that my sense of taste and smell had vanished. Um, if you follow me on the socials, you know, I love, uh, Zoa energy drinks, uh, that Dwayne Johnson developed with it, with a, with a team and they're very clean and, and it's, uh, the number one energy drink, new energy drink or something like that. Um, and they're very good. Um, and I cracked one open one morning and could not taste it. Uh, and I was like, Oh boy. So, uh, I did, uh, get COVID. And in fact, it wasn't just me, but my entire family, my wife, my son, myself, we all came down with the Rona. And, uh, so, and, and, and it hit us pretty hard. Uh, hit my wife uh, harder than it hit, uh, myself and my son. Um, but, uh, thankfully we are symptom free as of now and, uh, are recovering. And, um, I know many, uh, there may be many of you listening to this episode who have dealt with that, um, and know how, uh, either difficult or not, it may have been for you specifically. Um, so, uh, so, so yeah, it's, um, that hit us. And then, uh, um, you know, uh, being on the just thinking ministries team as the public relations manager, um, and, uh, uh the G3 national conference, uh, just ended. And that's, that's really what we're going to get into next. But, uh, um, you know, I was uncertain if, uh, if I was going to be able to attend or help out at all, which was very interesting because, uh, um, you know, I've already mentioned Dwayne, uh, Atkinson. He is, of course, the the president and head of uh, the Bar Podcast Network, but he's also the executive producer for Just Thinking. And uh, what was uh, what was interesting is is some months back he said, uh, um, you know, hey, uh, uh, do you mind if I, you know, all the stuff for the booth for Just Thinking? Do you mind if I if if I send it to your house and and uh, and then you bring it to the conference? Um, you guys didn't know I'm located uh, north and west of Atlanta and the G3 National Conference was held at the Georgia World Congress Center uh, in the heart of downtown Atlanta. And I said, sure, not a problem. Let's do it. And then, uh, well, got COVID and uh, ran me over. And so as G3 approached, we were kind of starting to go, man, well, what are we going to do about this? Um, but thankfully, um, the, uh, 
you know, the, the, the Wednesday before the conference kicked off when that was the day for all the vendors to come in and set up the booths and everything else, uh, by God's grace, by God's sheer grace, um, symptoms started to let up. I had been fever free for four or five days at that point, five days, I think actually. Um, and, um, yeah, yeah, it was, no, no, it was more than that. Actually, it was about six days. Um, and, uh, finally started getting through the fatigue. I did lose my appetite and, and it was hard to eat because of the pressure in my chest. Um, that second week of, of, of having it. And, uh, so, but I was finally able to, to get some nutrition and, um, and, uh, so I was able to head down to GWCC and, um, get the help, get the booth set up with some wonderful, wonderful people, uh, from the bar network, um, Arlene's. Um, and, and, and if I, my sister in Christ, if I've mispronounced your name, I am so sorry. Um, but she and her husband, uh, they, they live in Los Angeles. They, they are members and attend, uh, Grace Community Church. And, um, they, uh, they run the Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives podcast. If you've never heard their podcast, you need to subscribe to that, which by the way, in this kind of mental download uh, from G3, you're going to hear me reference a lot of podcasts that you should be listening to uh, that will uh, that the Lord will use to edify and or admonish you. And uh, Arlene's and her husband have a wonderful podcast, Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives. You need to follow them. You need to listen to their podcast. Um, so it was her, uh, a guy that I, I did not know who's part of the network, Danny, um, and then a trademark and uh, trademark is Jacob Arthur and, uh, uh, Jacob is on the just thinking team. He is our attorney. Um, and, uh, that's why we call him trademark, which by the way, everybody on the JT team, Daryl has given a moniker to much like he gave Virgil the moniker of Omaha. Uh, Daryl gives out monikers to every member of the just thinking team. So Jacob is trademark. Um, my, my moniker is real time. Uh, and, uh, just because I, the, the live tweeting and videos that I've recorded and, um, uh, and then I like to respond to things quickly. Uh, so I like, I like to get on it. Um, and so Daryl gave me that nickname. So, uh, so trademark, uh, Danny, Arlene's and, um, uh, a few others, uh, we got the booth set up for just thinking and the bar network and, um, and it was, it was great to do that. It was great to see, uh, so many other vendors who I've, I've had the privilege to get to know, uh, just through other conferences and, and stuff like that. So was able to do that, thankfully. Uh, the first day of the conference, though, I wasn't um, I, I wasn't there. I did not uh, go that first day just because I had missed a, a good amount of work, and and so I wanted to be able to you know stay. I'm working from home, um, and or remote. Anyway, if I have my computer and internet connection, I can I can I can get it I can get it done, man. I can make it happen. And um, so I was at home and, and focusing on training and getting caught up, and and in between, I was I was tuning into the live stream. Uh, for the conference and, and texting with with people who were there and um, and man it, it, it what, what a wonderful wonderful conference and so now we'll kind of move into that talking about G3 and talking about um, what I experienced what we experienced as a as a team uh, just thinking and in the bar the bar network as well and um, and um, and so I just want to kind of talk about that Um so first day I, I, I live streamed, that was the actually the only day out of the conference that I was really able to listen to any messages, any of the messages from the plenary speakers I was able to catch. Um, 
Dr. Bice uh, opening the conference, I was able to catch um, the Q&A uh, with, uh, with, with Virgil moderating, which was awesome to see. Uh, Dr. Dr. Lawson, Dr. MacArthur, Dr. Bice. Um, uh, oh my goodness, I'm blanking right now of who else was on that panel. Uh, but there were there were a lot. I mean, uh, the the panel was absolutely incredible, um, awesome, awesome to watch, um, and um, was was just phenomenal. Virgil did such a great job at moderating, um, and he 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 set the tone. He set the tone. So uh, it was uh, it was Dr. Lawson. Let me try that again. Dr. MacArthur, Dr. Bice, it was Paul Washer, uh, believe Mike Ricardi, yeah, Mike Ricardi, Dr. Owen Strand, and Dr. Vody Bacham. Uh, right. So what a what what a Q and A. What a you know uh, just a, just a just a line of of uh, of godly men and um, men that the Lord is is using mightily. And you know when I think about that. Um, you know, that there are so many, there are so many who say, well, you know, in, in our circles, well, man, you got to be careful because you don't want to be, you don't want to be guilty of, of hero worship. And, um, I, I thought about that and, and I, I it, my mind was brought back to, um, something that I read by Martin Lloyd-Jones. Uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones was, uh, um, uh, has a little book that Banner of Truth, uh, publishes that it's, a, it's entitled John Knox and the Reformation. And in that book, um, there's a section um, uh, that that um, uh, that is a transcript of a, of a lecture that um, that Dr. Lloyd Jones gave, entitled "Remembering the Reformation." It's also in his book, uh, "Knowing the Times," um, which Banner of Truth also publishes. We love Banner of Truth. I'm just saying. And um, and so one of the things that uh, that Dr. Lloyd Jones says is. Um, and, and talking about these giants of the Reformation, um, and the, these men, right? These, uh, and, and he he lists them: Patrick Hamilton, George Wishart, John Knox, Andrew Melville, John Welsh, and he says many others. And 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 this is what he says. This is a little bit of a lengthy quote, so stick with me. But he says, "Quote: Here are men worthy of the name, heroic, big men, men of granite." Our chairman need not apologize for being a history worshiper. I am a hero worshiper. Think what you like of me. I like to look at and to read of a big man. Now listen to this. Listen to this. In an age of pygmies such as this, it is a good thing to read about great men. We are all so much alike and of the same size. But here were giants in the land, able men, men of giant intellect, men on a scale of the realm of mind and logic and reason. Then look at their zeal. Look at their courage. I frankly am an admirer of a man who can make a queen tremble. And then Lloyd-Jones goes on to say, these are the things that strike us at once about these men. But then I suppose that the most notable thing of all was the fact of the burning conviction that dwelt within them. This is what made them the men they were, period, close quote. Amen, and right on, Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones. And, and, and so that's, look, that's, I, I, I could not agree more with that statement. 
uh, with that quote. Um, you know, these men, Dr. Lawson, Dr. MacArthur, Dr. Bice, uh, Brother Paul Washer, Dr. Mike Riccardi, Dr. Owen Strand, Dr. Vodi Bauckham, Daryl Harrison, Virgil Walker. Um, these are giant men, men of granite in an age of pygmies. Um, and, and, uh, and so, so we we recognize them as such. We recognize them as men that the Lord has elevated because of their commitment to His Word, their commitment to the fidelity of Scripture, their commitment to the Word of God and the God of the Word. And so we 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 remember that and we appreciate those men. And so, uh, being able to listen uh, to uh, to that Q and A, and um, uh, we heard we heard some zingers. Doctor MacArthur saying, "There's no such thing as a Zoom church." Uh, Zoom Church does not exist. Um, Dr. Lawson talking about the difference between preaching and teaching, and of course referencing Martin Lloyd Jones in that. Um, great Q and A, fantastic Q and A. Um, so, uh, one of the things I I wanted to just kind of go over just very very briefly is, uh, you know, Dr. Lawson's sermon, um, as 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 so many sermons that Dr. Lawson has preached that I've I've had the privilege of listening to. Uh, man, it got me. It, uh, the Lord really is still using this sermon in, in, in my heart and in my life right now. And um, his sermon was entitled The Darkness of Golgotha. And uh, if you did not know, by the way, the theme of the 2021 G3 National Conference was on Christ, the doctrine of Christ, the person, the, the person and work of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the completed and finished work of Christ himself, the continued work of Christ himself. And, um, and so Dr. Lawson, um, you know, reminded us that it's, uh, that the darkness of Golgotha, that it was upon the cross that, that Jesus bore our sins, that he, he's redeemed us out of the pit. And he, and he, and he, and he admonished us. He said, it, it, it does each of us good to revisit Calvary, to stand at the foot of the cross and uh, the points that Dr. Lawson walked through, he, he, he walked through the condemnation of Christ, the crucifixion of Christ, the inscription of Christ, the confiscation of Christ, the devotion, the care of Christ, and then the redemption of Christ. And, um, and, and ab- there's just a wonderful, wonderful message where he does what he does. He exposits the text. He exhorts with the text. He unpacks the text. Um, he calls the will um, and, and he did that. And um, one of the, the biggest things that stood out to me uh, was, was this quote. And I wrote it down and I ended up posting it on social media uh, that very minute because it was one that arrested me. Uh, Dr. Lawson said this, quote, Jesus was not a victim. He was a victor on that cross. Let me read that again. Jesus was not a victim. He was the victor on that cross period, close quote. Um, what a reminder. What a reminder. And and we are told, right, we are commanded in Scripture to to imitate Christ. We are told um, in, in Romans, um, I, Romans chapter 8, um, you know, everyone is familiar with, with well, at least you should be, hopefully, with Romans chapter 8. What a powerhouse of a, of a chapter of Scripture. And, and you know, uh, Verse 28 is one that most believers are familiar with, professing believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and Romans 8.28 says this, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. But we must remember Romans 8.29, 
because those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed into the image of his son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. So we're told that the purpose of God working all things you know, all things to, together for good for those who love God and call according to his purposes for our, our continued uh, process, sanctification process of being conformed into the image of Christ, to be imitators of Christ. Um, my mind is, is, is brought to, uh, to first Peter chapter two. Um, and when, when Peter says this, for, for this, you, you have been called since Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. Right? That's that's first Peter uh, chapter two and verse twenty-one. And 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 so what, what I'm getting at is there's a difference between following Christ and imitating Christ. There's a difference between believing in Christ and having f- active faith in the completed works of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if Christ was not a victim, which he was not, his life was not taken from him. He laid it down. Scripture is clear about that. Then if he was not a victim, but he was a victor, then no professing believer in the Lord Jesus Christ should ever claim any sort of victimhood status based upon any circumstance. Any circumstance. Um, there's, there's, there's absolutely, uh, zero, zero circumstances where, where we, uh, should, should, should ever claim victimhood status. You know, I'm, I'm reminded right now as I'm, as I'm recording this, that of, um, you know, Jupiter Hammond, Jupiter Hammond was spent every waking moment of his life as a slave. He was property. He was owned by someone else. And listen to what he said, quote, getting our liberty in this world is nothing to having the liberty of the children of God. Now, the Bible tells us that we are all by nature sinners, that we are all slaves to sin and Satan, and that unless we are converted or born again, we must be miserable forever. Christ says, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And all that cannot see the kingdom of God must be in the kingdom of darkness, period, close quote. Right? There's a man who spent his entire life as a slave, but he counted it all joy. His focus was on the completed work of Christ. His focus was on on the fact that we are citizens of heaven. His focus was on was on being an imitator of Christ. Christ was not a victim. We're told that he's our example and that we should follow in his steps. So it doesn't matter what has happened to you. It doesn't. And that's not easy for me to sit here and say. because there, And that's not easy for any of us to say, right? There are circumstances in each of our lives where we stop and, and, and it, would be, it would be easy to play the victim. But Christ is our example and he was not a victim. We are told to imitate him. We are told to be conformed more and more into his image. And if he was not a victim, but was victorious, and we rest in the completed work of Christ, what does that mean for us? We keep our gaze fixed upon our Lord and Savior, who himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, 
so that having died to sin, we might live to righteousness. By his wounds, you were healed. That's 1 Peter 2.24. So we must remember that. We must stand there. And so, so that's just a little snippet of, of what, you know, I, when, when, when Dr. Lawson said that, it, I mean, it was just like, uh, <laughs> as the Lord has done with Steve so many times in my life over the last few years, it was a rifle shot. It was a rifle shot to my heart. So thank you, Dr. Lawson. I don't know that you'll ever listen to this, but, um, but if you do, uh, just know that uh, uh, I am, along with so many, grateful for your ministry, grateful for uh, everything the Lord has brought you through, um, and, uh, and grateful for uh, your, your labor in, in expositing that section out of the book of John and, uh, and exhorting my will with the word of God. Thank you for being a vessel of, of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Um, so the, uh, the second sermon I, I wanted to talk about uh, was uh, Dr. MacArthur, Dr. John MacArthur, uh, my favorite expositor. Um, and uh, he, um, uh, you know, when I saw the title of his, of his message, it was um, The Suffering Servant. I knew where he was going to go. I, I, I just knew, I just knew it uh, because I've heard it before. Um, he, uh, unpacked, um, Isaiah and, uh, Isaiah 52, uh, through 53. And, um, this section of scripture is by far my, my, one of my favorites. Uh, Dr. MacArthur has a book entitled the gospel according to God. And it is one that, uh, if you have never read it, you need to get it. I will put a link uh, to Grace to Use website where you can order a copy of that book, um, and uh, wow, wow, just just have a pen handy, have a notebook handy, have your Bible open, be prepared to circle uh, words and scripture, and and if you have a Bible that's got some wide margins, to take some notes because Dr. MacArthur does a magnificent job in that book of unpacking this, and he did what he has done so faithfully uh, for over five decades in expositing. Isaiah 52, 13 through 53, 12. And um, uh, this is what many theologians um, call the first gospel. I would agree with them. Um, it is the most comprehensive dealing uh, of the atonement, the penal substitutionary atonement that we have in Christ in Scripture. And Dr. MacArthur pointed out that it's so special, it's so complex, that only God could have authored it. It deals from everything from eternity past to eternity future. Um, it is written from the point of view of, um, uh, of Israel um, in eternity future looking back at the exalted and suffering servant. Um, and, and Dr. MacArthur points out there's enough here to save sinners and uh, I, th this section, Isaiah 52, 13 through 53, 12, answers, um, uh, you know, two of the most important questions that any person created in the image of God, and that's every person, could ask. Uh, the answers to, the, to these two questions, how, uh, number one, how can God both be just and justifier? But then most importantly, here's the question, how can sinful man be made right with God. And, and this section of scripture answers, answers that question. 
uh, and more. Um, and uh, so Dr. MacArthur unpacked uh, this section of scripture in, in, in such a way. Uh, I, I've heard this sermon before, um, but it's been a minute. And uh, I was so thankful to hear it again. Um, so uh, you definitely need to go listen to it. You absolutely need to go and listen to that sermon once it is posted, which they're not, as of the recording of this episode, These the sermons are not uh, live yet. They will be. Um, so that was that was day one for me uh, in, between, in between working and, and, um, and, and digesting um, all that I had, I had heard and read in, in, in the scriptures that, that, that afternoon, that morning and afternoon. Um, um, man, just, just phenomenal. So day two, uh, thankfully I was able to get down to, uh, the, the world Congress center and, uh, um, spent the, all of my time there. I wasn't there all day, but, um, spent, spent all of my time there at the, the just thinking booth, um, you know, with the team, with, with trademark, with, uh, with Charles Simpson, Charles Simpson is our, uh, digital marketing manager. Uh, his uh, moniker is quiet storm. And, um, uh, if you want to know the background of that, go listen to episode 100 of the just thinking podcast, um, where the team is on the podcast that was right before I joined, uh, the team. Um, and, uh, and, and, and you'll understand why Charles got that nickname. Uh, but Jacob, uh, trademark was there. Quiet storm was there. Um, and, uh, and, and Joe, Joe Z, Joe Z, we, we, uh, his nickname is the wizard because that man, when it comes to graphic design, when it comes to, uh, anything you see coming out of just thinking that has, um, you know, it's, it's any sort of image that's Josie. Um, that is that, that, that's him. And, um, if you were at G3 and you spent some time in the G3 booth, which was, which was right across from just thinking where tables were and couches were all of those pop-ups and everything there. Josie designed that everything you saw at the just thinking table, the, 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 the pop-up stands that we had, the tablecloth, uh, the design of all that, that's all Joe. That's all the wizard. Um, so he was there and t- man, taking anybody that wanted pictures, he would, you know, take their phone and take pictures of them. And, um, and, uh, so it was, it was awesome to see, um, more than that, uh, having the opportunity to listen as, I mean, so many people, so many people came up to Daryl and Virgil. And even if Daryl and Virgil weren't there to the rest of the team and just to express their, their, their thankfulness, their, uh, sharing stories about how, uh, just thinking has impacted them. Uh, it was overwhelming. Um, and it was, it, it was, it was, it was overwhelming and it was wonderful, wonderful to see, um, all that God has done, uh, through the platform of just thinking ministries and the just thinking podcast. Um, and, uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm still, I'm still a, a little speechless, uh, at, um, at all that God has done through that platform. I think about what God has done in and through that platform in my life personally, um, you know, through, through the content given and the way that the content is given, um, to where it equips, it really does equip, uh, those who would listen to the podcast, um, to be able to speak to the issues of, of, uh, founded in the scriptures, the issues related to culture. Um, and, uh, so, so man, just, yeah, I'm still, as you can hear, I'm still just kind of overwhelmed by all that we heard and saw. And 
there are a couple interactions that really stand out to me. There were multiple people um, that came up and just uh, just said to Daryl and and or Virgil, um, you know, um, just encouraged them and told them how much the the content had equipped them to be able to have you know conversations with family and friends and uh, people at their church, leaders at the church, uh, at their churches, and um, uh, so on and so forth. Um, there was one gentleman who, when he shook Daryl's hand, he just started started talking about that. I mean, he just burst into tears. He was just overwhelmed, and it made me think about that verse in, in Corinthians, right? How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. And um, so, uh, or, you know, it makes me think about that quote from Lloyd-Jones, right, that I read earlier, like these 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 men of granite in an age of pygmies. Um, and that's, that's what Daryl and Virgil are. Um, they're, you know, men who are, are men. They're sinners just like us. Absolutely. Saved by the grace of God, justified by the grace of God alone and, 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 and through his, his ongoing sanctification and, and work of the word and through, in and through their lives, just like with the rest of us, but they are, they are giants and, 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 and so many, including myself are very, very thankful for them. And, um, I can't say enough about Daryl and Virgil, by the way. Um, they, they, hours guys they they signed books and took photos for hours i mean there was the afternoon the first afternoon i was there friday i mean daryl virgil virgil by the way if you don't know is the executive director of operations for g3 this was his first g3 conference in that role i mean 6500 people at the georgia world congress center hundreds of vendors lots of moving parts you can imagine he was very very busy um but he's also, along with being the XO, as as we call him, he's Virgil Walker, you know, co-host of the Just Thinking podcast, and and he's wanting to spend time with with uh, with us at the booth, and but he's also got responsibilities. But um, um, you know, so 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 there was Friday. It was just Daryl at the booth for for a, a, a good chunk of time until Virgil could get away, um, and I literally had to tell Daryl, "Hey, man, you have not had lunch." You've got to eat, man. There's you, you, you. What do you want? Went and got him something, and um, and then so we there was thankfully a break, and so but, um, but even on our way to to a, a quiet spot where he could eat and and relax, uh, before uh, before going back to the booth and 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 signing more books and taking more pictures. I mean, anytime anyone stopped them or said Virgil Walker, Daryl Harrison, they stopped whatever they were doing whenever they were doing it signed books and they didn't just they didn't just you know you know write the person's name and then sign their name they took the time to to write personalized messages in these books you know writing the person's name and then writing out a couple of sentences and then signing their name and putting a bible verse in there um they took every picture that they were asked to take they intentionally listened I mean, focused, looking people in the eyes as, as uh, those wanted to express their, their thankfulness and appreciation to them. Um, th- th- it, was, it was humbling to see. It was, um, it, it was something that struck me and, and something that I so appreciate in those guys. So, uh, Daryl Virgil, if you guys listen to this, love you guys. Thank you for being an example of, uh, uh, to, 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 to everyone. And, uh, and, and on behalf of everybody at G3 that talked to you, thank you for spending that personalized time with, with each person.
So um, can't say enough about the Just Thinking team as well. Trademark, Wizard, Quiet Storm, um, and hanging out at the booth. Look, as a team on Just Thinking, we work hard. We play hard. We are a family. We love each other. And we are committed to the success of Just Thinking Ministries and doing everything that we do with excellence. And uh, and, and, and that, that, that shows through. Um, especially in, 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 uh, in, in times like this. So, uh, love my just thinking team. Um, even those who, who couldn't make it, Rachel, um, who is our social media coordinator, her nickname is twig. I'm not going to go into what that means right now. Um, so uh, if you want to know, you can reach out to her. You can follow her on the socials. Uh, Esther bills is, uh, she, she assists Rachel and myself with listener engagement on social media. Uh, she's the assistant to the social media coordinator and, uh, Jennifer bells, our queen of communication, all the newsletter stuff and a lot of the written communication that you may or may not see, um, comes from her. Nick Siebler is, uh, is our accountant. Um, and, uh, he is based out of Nebraska, by the way, Omaha. And, um, just, yeah, we just, I mean, and Dwayne Atkinson, we call him the brain, uh, uh, the brain behind it all. Um, we just, man, we have a wonderful team and I'm so, so thankful for each person on the team. Um, man. Yeah. So, uh, so that was, that was, uh, that was the next day. That was, that was roughly Friday. And, um, then the last day, Saturday, um, like it was more of the same, you know, book signing and, um, and, uh, you know, uh, oh, wait, 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 how in the world did I forget this? So the guys uh, recorded a live podcast um, on uh, on Friday, and it was at noon on Friday, and the uh, their topic was the Antichrist of Black Liberation Theology, and the Antichrist of Black Liberation Theology, and, and listen, listen, if you did not hear that podcast just wait because, um, when that podcast drops, oh my goodness. Uh, I mean, the guys had one hour to do what they normally do. And if you've listened to just thinking, you know, it's typically a long form podcast and that is good. That is exactly what it should be. Um, and, uh, but man, those guys, I mean, did what they did and just in a shorter period of time. Uh, but you don't need to miss, uh, you don't need to miss, uh, that podcast when it drops, that will be episode 115, the antichrist of black liberation theology. So here are just a few quotes from that, that podcast, uh, quote, black liberation theology is a political worldview that seeks a political solution. Period. Close quote. Virgil. That was Daryl that said that Virgil said this quote, I'm beginning to think that the black liberation theologian is the real white supremacist, period, close quote. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, quote, and, 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 and here's Daryl. You guys have heard this quote before. Quote, I'm beginning to think that, I'm sorry, that, that was the wrong one. Quote, Christ came into the world to save sinners. Christ did not come into the world to save society, period, close quote. Here's uh we'll we'll do uh we'll do two more. Quote, uh, this is Virgil, quote, what most of evangelicalism has done is forgotten what we're saved from. Period, close quote. And then one more from Virgil, uh, quote, there is nothing Christian about black liberation theology. Period. 
close quote. So that's all I'm going to give you. There, there, there's more. If you follow us on the socials, you follow Just Thinking on Twitter. I was live tweeting from, from that account. Uh, you can go check out some more quotes, but make sure you check out uh, the, uh, the, the podcast when it drops. Man, the guys killed it. They killed it. They just killed it. Um, so, uh, so moving into, moving into, uh, you know, wrapping up, uh, as far as G3, um, you know, Friday night, I was, uh, Friday evening, I was walking around and, um, I looked off and, 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 uh, uh probably about a hundred yards from me, uh, I saw a, a man I've been wanting to meet. I feel like I've known, uh, for a little bit, um, but I hadn't officially met him. And that was Dr. James Coates. Um, and if you uh, aren't familiar with James, uh, James is the um, uh, lead pastor of Grace Life Church in Edmonton, Canada. Uh, we had um, uh, James's bride, Erin, which I'll get to meeting Erin here in a second, and their attorney, uh, Mr. Kenny, we, uh, not Kenny, uh, um, I can't remember his name now. That That's bad. Uh, but we had Erin and their attorney on. <laughs> and um, and after James was arrested, just to talk about that process, talk about what was happening, talk about next steps. Um, Aaron has been a friend um, for, uh, for for a little bit. She, she's she been a, a, a supporter of Matter of Theology, which is amazing. Um, and uh, and so I saw James, and, and Aaron and James have given me the nickname uh, BB1 Chris. And where that came from, uh, if you guys don't know, the, the BB1 uh, is a Brooks Brothers tie. Um, and um, um, the, the Brooks Brothers, the BB1 tie, is, uh, is considered to be part of the uniform uh, for a pastor or preacher um, specifically uh, that, that would come out of the Master Seminary. And um, I am not a pastor, not a preacher, um, you know, not an elder, and, and you guys know that. Um, but when James was, I, I love the BB one. I always have. Um, and, uh, and, and so Aaron, James and Aaron had, had, had uh, seen me uh, speak at the cruciform conference. Um, and I was wearing the BB one and, uh, uh, for both of them, uh, both cruciform conferences. And so they just gave me the nickname, the, the moniker BB one, Chris. And so when I went up to James, I said, Hey man, it's a pleasure to meet you on BB one, Chris. And he was just like, Whoa, wait, no, I don't recognize you without the BB one. And, um, so I got to meet James and then uh, a few minutes later, um, was overjoyed to meet my sister, uh, in Christ, Aaron Coates. Um, uh, what a wonderful couple. Um, I saw Aaron. It was just like, just, just like, Oh my gosh, get over here. Give me a hug. And, um, and, uh, and then, so I spent the next 45, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour and a half or something like that, uh, talk, just talking to them and just sharing personal stories, ministry stories, and, and just getting, just continuing to get to know them. And, but it was a, a sweet time. Um, and, uh, um, I just, I'm a little emotional now thinking about it just because, uh, you know, you, you, you feel like, you know, these people, these friends, and you feel like they become family from afar. Uh, and then, and then you get to meet them in person and to see them and, uh, to, to, to hug them or shake their hand and, um, have some focused time with them. It was just, it was sweet. It was just a sweet time that is just irreplaceable. Um, so just so thankful, so, so thankful, um, for them. Um, 
So uh, Saturday, as the uh, conference wrapped up, our brother Drew Von Nita, of course, Drew is the founder of Matter of Theology, and, and you guys know Drew if you've listened to us for any given period of time. Um, he had to work the rest of the week, but he came down Saturday to, uh, to say hey to folks and, um, and to, uh, to listen to Dr. Lawson. And, um, and, uh, so, I mean, if, and if you guys didn't know his, his, his first son, um, number two is, uh, is due coming up soon. Uh, but his first son, he named after Dr. Lawson and, uh, his name is Lawson. Um, and so he came to, came to hear Steve and, and to just have some conversations with folks. And so it was good to good to see my brother for, for a little bit. And, um, and, uh, man, just, uh, it was, it was a kind of bittersweet kind of moment. It's like everybody's tired and, and, uh, but, and, and so thankful to spend so much time with, with people and get to know people. And, um, but, uh, but at the same time we got work to do as far as tearing down booths and getting things out of there and all that fun stuff. So, um, yeah, just a, just a sweet time, a sweet conference. Um, and, um, you know, I think, one of the things that I love about G3, and I'm going to steal uh, um, what uh, Justin and Jesse from the Carpe Fide podcast said. Uh, if you don't follow Carpe Fide, you need to. They're they're incredible. Um, he said it felt like a. They said it felt like a big family reunion, and that is 110 percent the case. Um, all these people that you've gotten to know from afar, all these people that you've seen through social media and, you know, you've supported, you know, their ministry and they've supported yours and just being able to, uh, man, to see them, to hug them, to, to talk to them, to pray with them, to interact with them and laugh with them, to, uh, sit in these sessions where the word of God is, is, is being proclaimed together. Um, it's, it's, it's incomparable. Um, it truly is incomparable. Um, and, um, it, it, it's just awesome. It, it, that, that reminds me of something that, uh, Dr. Tom Buck said. And, um, of course, Dr. Buck is a, is a friend, um, and it, he was a guest on Matter of Theology. Uh, so go back and listen to that episode. But, um, uh, Tom is the pastor of First Baptist Church in Lindale, Texas. He's the director of the G3 Expository Workshops. He said this in a tweet on October 4th, 2021. Uh, he said the following, quote, if you want to know why the G3 conference continues to be the uncompromising gospel-centered conference it is, look to its founder, Josh Bice, and who he surrounded himself with. G3 is a place you can trust because it's led by men you can trust. Dr. Bice, Virgil Walker, Scott Aniel, and um, period, close quote, exclamation point, close quote. Let me, let, me, let me say that correctly. I could not agree more with Tom. Um, and then I would add that I agree with Dr. Josh Bice and his response to Tom when, when Dr. Bice said this, he said, quote, thank you, Tom. And I'd add you to that list too. Grateful for you, period, close quote, amen. And right on, which by the way, if you are, uh, or desire to be an expositor of the word of God and have not attended one of the G3 expository workshops, you have to go. Um, I, I, what, what are you, what are you waiting on? Um, so you, you, you need to do that. I, I, I was blessed to be able to attend, um, uh, the, the workshop before the 2020, uh, G3, um, national conference. And, um, and it was invaluable. Um, it was, it was an invaluable time of, of, um, of expositing the word. Um, and, um, man, you just, you need to go. So, um, 
the the next, by the way, um, let me just announce this: uh, the the next expository workshop uh, is going to be in Piedmont, Oklahoma, uh, November eighteenth and nineteenth of twenty twenty one, where um, they will be going through Second Corinthians, um, and uh, I believe Doctor Mike Doctor Mike Riccardi is going to be there. Um, uh, for that one, uh, let, let me double check that real quick. Yes, yep, First Baptist Church, Piedmont, Oklahoma, with Dr. Mike Riccardi. Uh, following that, uh, January 19th and 20th in Little Rock, Arkansas, um, it will be uh, going through the Gospel of Mark at Oak Park Baptist Church with Lance Quinn. Um, and um, this is not on the website, at least I don't see it. But I do know that before the Shepherds Conference in March of 2022, there is going to be another uh, expository workshop there in L.A. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, you need to you need to be a part of that. Uh, also, something that G3 has rolled out, uh, which I personally am super super excited about. Um, uh, are, are these resources for local churches? Um, you know, as great as conferences are, as great as podcasts are, as great as mini- parachurch ministries are, um, Christ Himself has promised to build what? His church, um, not parachurch ministries, not conferences, not podcasts. Um, why these are great tools and needed tools uh, for the edification of the saints, for the building up of the bride of Christ. That's Ephesians four. Um, Christ has said that he will build his church and that nothing will stand against it. So check out the resources for churches that G3 has. And and, uh, again, one that I am personally very excited about and something that's needed uh, is studies in practical theology for worship. Studies in practical theology for worship. Uh, Listen to the contributors contributors to this, Scott Aniol, which if you're not familiar with Scott, get familiar with Scott. Scott recently just came on staff with G3, uh, by the way. Um, follow Scott. If you do not follow Scott Aniol, you, you, you must. Uh, Dr. Tom Askell, Vody Bacham, Josh Spice, Costi Hen, Phil Johnson, Stephen Lawson, John MacArthur, Laramie Minga, Matt Sykes. Uh, if you're not familiar with Matt Sykes, Matt Sykes is an elder at uh, Praise Mill Baptist Church. Um, and specifically a pastor over uh, worship, uh, Paul Washer, James White, and others more to come. Um, listen to some of these topics, the reformation of worship, the foundation of worship, worshiping a thrice holy God, true worship, drawing near to God through Christ, worshiping God reverently, spirit-led worship in a self-centered age. I've heard that. That's amazing. That's costing him. Uh, worship as beloved children, singing the word, the blessedness of worship, gospel-ordered worship, the worship of heaven, so on and so forth. Um, so you have got to check that out. Um, you really, really do. Um, and then there are numerous other resources that G3 has in support of the local church, uh, Bible studies, different media, curriculum. Uh, there is so much available. Um, so head on over to g3men.org. That's g3min.org and check out those resources. You will not be sorry. I promise you. Um, so man, what a conference. Um, 
what a conference, um, you know, and, and, and when I think about G3, when I think about just thinking, when I think about, um, you know, grace to you or, you know, multiple for the gospel ministry by Costi Hinn and founders and, 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 and a whole host of others, other ministries that were represented, churches that were represented, um, at specifically at G3. I mean, these are ministries that as, as Dr. MacArthur has said in the past, they've taken care of the depth of their ministry. And now the Lord is taking care of the breadth. Uh, the Lord is taking it where he wants it for his glory. And, and so when I stop and, and, and I think about what we've seen the Lord do in his church, both visible in some cases and invisible, um, with, with those ministries and, and others like it, um, you know, there, there's a passage of scripture and I referenced it a few minutes ago that comes to mind from Ephesians chapter four. And the Apostle Paul writes this, and this, of course, is going to be read out of the preferred translation of Matter of Theology, the Legacy Standard Bible, the LSB. But Paul says this in Ephesians 4, starting in verse 11, And he himself gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain the unity of the faith, and of the full knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ, so that we are no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by the craftiness of deceit in deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, that is Christ, from whom the whole body being joined and held together by what every joint supplies according to the properly measured working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. That is Ephesians chapter 4, 11 through 16. And the Apostle Paul nailed it. And we are seeing uh, through um, through these these faithful churches and faithful elders and faithful men and and faithful members, um, you know these conferences and ministries that are a part of these churches and 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 this is what we're seeing, right? This is what we're seeing: um, the Lord equipping the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ. Um, you know, seeking to. Uh, um, you know, the full knowledge of the Son of God to, to the mature man. Um, man, so, so why? And, and, and why? So, so that we won't be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men and the craftiness and deceitful scheming. Um, so, man, just, just what a, what a, again, what, what a wonderful time, a sweet time. And it's been encouraging to see uh, so many on, on social media um, who have gone back to their churches and are continuing that that focus on Christ and and the focus on 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 being involved in their church? Um, it's 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 wonderful, wonderful to see. So, um, you know, afterwards, uh, afterwards on 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 the Lord's Day after the conference, I went to Praise Mill Baptist Church, which is um, where my family and I are going to be joining. Um, but uh, you know, it was it was a sweet time. Uh, Dr. Coates, James Coates, and uh, Paul Washer preached um, 
that morning. And um, what a privilege it was, number one, to worship on the Lord's Day with James and Aaron. Um, that was a, just a wonderful privilege. Um, but um, how I want to kind of wrap up this 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 freestyle mental download of G three is is um, is is kind of an admonishment that James gave um, anyone who was there that morning, anybody who watched, and that's this. Now's the time. Um, to see God for for who He is, and and in turn to to understand who we are, um, and and we we need to understand who God is. We need to recognize who God is. We need to have a high view of God because a low view of God will ultimately and inevitably lead to a high view of man. And uh, James uh, preached out of uh, Isaiah sixty six one and two, and. Um, just reminded us that uh, that we need to have a high view of God. That God has spoken to us through His Word. Uh, he always speaks truth, and and this is what sets Him apart from us. I mean, we don't always speak truth, right? Um, he is He is supremely and absolutely sovereign. He is omnipresent, everywhere and all present at all times. He is, he is transcendent. He is the creator. He is eternal. He is self-sufficient. He needs nothing. We need to remember that. And then we need to have a proper view of self. And James admonished us to remember that God esteems the humble. Anything we have is given by God for his glory. And, and you know, James even said, he's like, you know, if, if, if you haven't been ruined by the glory and the majesty of God, that should ruin you. We need to have a proper view of who we are. God esteems that contrite heart. God delights in, James said this, God delights in a crippled heart, a shattered heart. And there's no better place to be, especially in today's culture, especially in today's world. Having a high view of God and a low view of self is something that you don't see from a lot of professing believers today. And then James, he admonished us with, with this, and, and, and I will challenge anyone who's listening with this as well. Is your life characterized by obedience? Is all of your life characterized by obedience? You know, can I say that? And, and, and I think if we're honest, each of us could say that, that there are areas in our lives where that's not the case, right? Um, so what is it in our lives that we need to, that we need to change? Um, it, it, was, it was a sermon that, that the Lord is still using um, and a reminder and a passage of scripture that the Lord is still using um, and, and to, 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 cause, to, to, to cause me and, and my family and um, to ask some, some hard questions and, um, and, and to make changes uh, where changes need to be made. And, um, and then that led into a wonderful um, but challenging uh, message from, from Brother Paul Washer. And I've already mentioned this um, uh, earlier in, in the episode, but, um, you know, he started out, he was reading Luke 11, 1, and, um, and, and uh, the, the whole point of, of this message was, was about prayer. And, um, and, and so 
Luke 11.1 says this, it, it happened that while Jesus was praying in a certain place after he'd finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John also taught his disciples. And Brother Paul asked, you know, said this, there's a difference between knowing and imitating. And, uh, and that's where, um, um, you know, that, 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 that's what I was talking about earlier. And he reminded, he reminded all of us there that great men are praying men. And, um, and, and that our flesh can boast in knowledge, even in doctrine. And, um, and, and, and he, he challenged everybody who was there and anybody who would ever listen to that sermon. Um, what does your prayer life look like? You know, that you, you'll, you, uh, you'll, you'll gain followers. I'm going to paraphrase this. You know, you'll gain followers by, uh, hang on, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. There's, there was a quote um, that, that he said. There, here it is. He said, quote, You gain many followers by your eloquence and doctrinal purity but you gain no followers by prayer, period, close quote. And that is so true. That is so true. And, and he said, he said, I, you know, I, I can teach a parrot theology. I can teach, teach a parrot doctrine. Um, and he said this, and this, 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 this hit me. He said, quote, Christianity is more than knowledge. It is life and ministry and the power of the Holy Spirit, period, close quote. And um, man, what a reminder. What a reminder. And so, you know, as I, as I wrap up my, th- this time in this episode, uh, let me just ask you, you know, is your life characterized by obedience? Are you a praying Christian? I mean, the type of prayer that is uh, persevering, that it's, uh, um, that you spend more time praying than doing anything else. Um, there's a question that'll, that'll hit you in the gut. Uh, have you modeled your life after Christ? Are you imitating Christ? Are you focused on Christ? What, what, what does that look like for you? Um, what does that look like for me? And, um, so, so yeah, I I just wanted to kind of, kind of leave you with that. What does that look like for you? Are you spending more time in the Word or, or more time promoting yourself? Are you spending more time in the Word or more time getting into debates on social media? Are you spending more time in the Word or, or more time binge-watching your favorite shows? Um, you know, can, can it be said of you that you are a Bible man or a Bible woman um, focused on Christ, be- not just believing in, but having saving faith in the completed works of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So uh, it was a wonderful conference. And um, uh, as soon as, uh, as soon as the, uh, the, all the, the audio and video becomes available, be on the lookout for our socials uh, on, on Matter of Theology, but then G3 Conference and Just Thinking, as we will be pushing that and uh, sharing that as well. So uh, last thing I got for you is, um, is this. You will be hearing a lot more from Matter of Theology uh, coming up soon. And I don't just mean me. I will leave it there. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for your support of Matter of Theology. We will catch you on the next one.